Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. Hi, Dilly Ho, Superinos. Welcome to another episode of the Ahsoka Chronicles, the one-stop shop for recaps, reviews, and reactions for the latest Disney Plus Star Wars series, Ahsoka. I'm Thomas Richards, and I'll be your host for this week, and I'm once again joined by this colorful cast of characters that we call Star Wars fans. First is the illustrious Pope of the Church of the Blue Botay, Lily Kay. Hello there. The steadfast leader of the Ezra Isn't Evil support group, Steph. He's not evil! And last, but certainly not least, someone whose obsession with a certain murderous droid brings their own mental state into question, Brandy. Murder butt! This week, we'll be breaking down episode four of Ahsoka, titled The Fallen Jedi. But don't worry if you have not seen the episode yet. We'll be starting our talks this week with our spoiler-free reactions to the episode, so you'll be safe for now. So let's kick things off with Lily. What did you think of the episode in the most spoiler-free that you can possibly can, regardless of your salt? (laughs) How how to sum it up? Just it's just easy. Okay, this is this, this is, is the way. way. Ah! Nice, awesome source. Yes, we, we thank you. Thank you for your contributions. Best episode so far. Lots of action. Um, lots of suspense this time. You know, and True. uh, and lots of like different fights, and everyone kind of engaged in their own personal conflicts, and uh, yeah, learned a lot of stuff. Randy, what did you think overall? I'm stressed. <laughs> Is that that's normal though? So like about the episode. I can't poop. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can reach out to your doctor about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you might you be in the wrong water. place. Yeah. Hydrate or dihydrate, but like that's a bit. No, much. like seriously, like it was like butt pucker like the entire time. It was. Like, <laughs> no, I I'm totally serious. Like the whole yeah. time the. You know, when things are happening, I'm like, just, I'm clenching. So, yeah. I was stressed as well, probably not to the point of butt puckering, but like, you do you. It's how I roll. How you roll, not being able to shit. It's a little happy fart. You <laughs> 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 need to have Chopper doing that. Just little happy farts. Like, you know, when he kills somebody. Right. As he goes, ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we're getting a bit off track here. Just a tad. <laughs> I was also very stressed. Some of the fights were cool. Some, I, one fight in particular, I didn't like how it was shot because it was just looked very messy. But we'll get mm. into that later. Even if there is some disappointment, I agree with Steph. It is probably the best one they've done. And we're halfway through. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's my problem. It's not a spoiler, but like there is no there is no blue booty in here still. So no. <laughs> episode eight, here we come. Shut up, Tom. That was our very brief sort of initial spoiler-free thoughts. So now, if you have not seen the episode, go away, because we're going to be talking about all the spoilers, all the, the things that made us happy and or pissed us off. Um, so pause us on video, podcast, or whatever you listen to us to, 
Um, come back to us later. I promise we won't go anywhere. Now that all the people who have uh, priorities in their life and don't want to watch Star Wars at random hours of the day are now gone, uh, <laughs> spoiler time. Okay, so first off, we start we started the episode back where we finished episode three with the being Ahsoka and Hu Yang all just sort of crashed on, well, not crashed, stranded on the planet where they're doing all the evil shit. So, Lily, what did you think of the opening scene with? like Sabine and Ahsoka talking about all of their feelings and how not to be a dick. It's, a, you know, it's, it was a very nice introduction of what we talked about last time, that they're going to be spending the entire thing on their fucking planet. <laughs> Hire me, Lucasfilm, I can write you stuff. <laughs> it was so fucking predictable. I was like, it was. you're not getting away. Okay, great. Fuck you all. Uh, and um, this is, these are the times, like episodes like this. While I think it was a great episode, so I agree with Steph that it, it was really good and it's probably the best out of the four that we've already seen. I fucking hate that we're getting it weekly because mm-hmm. it, I'm just going to be frustrated throughout the entire week while yeah. we have to wait for the next one. I'm just going to be like, I can't believe they've done that. Um, mm-hmm. But they did, so it's it's all right. Uh, but yeah, it, the first scene was like, uh, you know, we all knew that they're going to come for them. We all, all knew that the ship needs repairs. So it's it was nothing like that I didn't expect. Uh, and Hu Yang is the best still. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's cool, that's, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, and of course, we knew that the talk was going to come, that uh, there's... You know, if if they have the map, then fuck Ezra and uh, Throne can return. Uh, we expected that, uh, and we expected the ending as well, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's it's alright. It was alright. It's, it's it's. I was like, okay, we're going somewhere. Huh? I can see the salt being held behind that face. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Mm. It's we gonna come get... out. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, yes. Steph, what did you think of like Sabine and uh, Ahsoka's talk about, you know, maybe saying fuck Ezra? Not knowing at that point exactly the mindset that Sabine was in and not getting that reveal till a little bit later. It was a little like, oh man, that's really kind of frustrating. That's going to be a sticking point later. And of course it was. I was pretty sure that when... <laughs> When Ahsoka said, can I count on you? I'm like, this is a setup. This is not. Something bad is going to happen. Sabine's going to have to make a choice. And it is not going to be good for Ahsoka uh, when she makes that choice. I had that same feeling. Like, she's just going to say anything and be like, oh, ominous. Brandy, your thoughts on it? I think the conversation had to be had, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ahsoka pretty much had to explain to Sabine, hey, we got to do everything to make sure Thrawn doesn't come back, whether that means stranding Ezra. But Ezra kind of knew what he did when yeah. he did it. Like he hmm. sacrificed himself yeah. knowing that mm-hmm. he may never come back. So it almost seems a little bit selfish of Sabine. Not just a little bit. I remember that the line from Ezra that stuck in Sabine's head was I'm counting on you. Yeah. So she probably thinks he's wanting her. I mean, I would want to be found too. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. (laughs) I I wouldn't want to be stuck like all the way on the other side of the galaxy. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure she feels like she has to do it for him. I mean, Ahsoka is trying to think of the bigger picture here. We never really knew what Ezra meant by I'm counting on you. And Sabine didn't even really know what he meant for a long time 
But like, I, I think that it's kind of obvious. I'm counting on you to, you know, do what I couldn't do, basically, and just be there for the people that I left behind. That was that's how I interpreted. So I'm like, how 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 could he know that they're gonna survive <laughs> that fucking hyperspace jump with space whales? <laughs> like, come on, come on. I'm pretty sure he was like, yeah, I'm probably gonna die. So I'm counting on you to just, you know, follow the path that we started. Bye. Especially because the window in the front of the ship was completely shattered, so it's just exactly. kind of like space junk. That's, that's the other right. thing. Is like, <laughs> yeah. The fact that they are even alive, or that we are assuming that they are alive, because, you know, we know that Throne is alive, because fuck you all if you're going to pull another trip on us. He's dead. It's Throne's lost, long lost brother, Prawn. No, <laughs> shut up, Throne. Shut up. <laughs> it had to happen, like the talk about with the Serkins have been like, Worst comes to worst, do we just abandon Ezra? I did find Ahsoka a bit of a hypocrite, though, because she was like mm. talking about like removing her emotions and have to do like the greater good. Where in the Clone Wars, she went with her emotions, said "fuck the Jedi." Mm-hmm. So like, mm. I know she it was she's grown and all that stuff, but like, I'm just thinking like, oh, are you think, thinking from experience, or are you just trying to you know cover your own ass for like having done the same mistakes? It was a completely reasonable thing to put out there that, look, worse comes to worse, then we, we have to leave Ezra behind because Throne is just such big of a threat that... Yeah. War Ezra. I know who Steph will choose. Okay, so... <laughs> right... <laughs> uh, I am great at this. She's just like, uh, no. <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> so next, after this, we had the whole fight scene between Hu Yang, Sabine, Ahsoka, and all the random guards, which is the first time we've seen Sabine use her blasters in live action. So that's fun. Um, Brandy, what did you think of this first fight of many of this episode? Hu Yang punched a dude in the face. I was so happy about that. But also, mm. like, I, we got to see Sabine's Mandalorian badassery in live action, and that made me very, very happy. Like... Because to me, when she's using the saber, she's just kind of unsure. She's flopsy, you know, but mm-hmm. the blasters, she seems she's much more sure of herself. Like that's Sabine. That's her. Uh, Lily, what did you think of the first fight that doesn't piss you off yet? It, it did not. It was fine. It was like David Tennant being like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> robot. I'm sure, I'm sure that he went in the booth like this, like, <laughs> Just yeah, just making the noises. It was yeah, it was fun. It was nice to see the the old dynamic of Sabine being Mandalorian and so Mm -hmm. being a a Jedi and and just doing their thing and just fuck fucking everyone up. Being like, what a minute? Mm -hmm. That's it. And it was done. No time. Yeah, it was no time at all. Uh, So yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, before everything went downhill for Lily. Steph, what did you think of the Jedi Mando team up? I, it's something that we saw in previous productions, you know, the Mandalorians and, and Jedi um, fighting side by side and the strengths of both being enhanced because they can do different things. And it's just kind of a reminder of how powerful that pair up is. I, I do feel like they've done it a, a bit too much. Never enough. It's never enough? Okay. Never enough. never enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. Agreed. <laughs> Moving on, we got our first look of the ghost in the series with mm-hmm. Hera and Jason and uh, everyone's favorite murder bot. Steph, what did you think about seeing the ghost and Hera's just sort of fuck you to the New Republic? Oh, that was so Hera, though. I love that she told Jason, you know, when you get to be a general, you can do that too. <laughs> I uh, just got the the new Lego set for the ghost um, today. Uh, it arrived, and I was excited. So, of course, I was excited to see the ghost. That's, that is some, my favorite ship in Star Wars right now. So it, it was very much expected that Hera was going to walk away and do her own thing, and that, that, she, that people who were loyal to her, who had flown with her, uh, would be going with her. Uh, to help out like Carson Teva that was so good the guy who shows up somehow in every live action Star Wars Disney Plus series hell yeah hell yeah we love him I would complain if he wouldn't be there like come on more Carson please you get Carson Teva no Thrawn that's the exchange Carson Teva for Thrawn you get no Thrawn now still no Zeb though (laughs) 
<laughs> I just saw your face just go like, just like, I'm going to come across the ocean and kill you. I will. I will. <laughs> Don't test me. Don't, do not test me. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. Brandy, how did you, how was, what was your reaction to seeing the magnificent ghost? I, I think I squealed a little bit, mainly because obviously Chopper's there, but just oh, yeah. seeing the ghost in live action was really amazing. And Hera just saying like, stop me if you can. Okay, bye. You know, it's like, I'm going to go do what I need to do. Screw politics, basically. Lily, what did you think of Hera's disregard of the man? I knew she's going to leave and, and just go and have her friends. So, <laughs> and yeah, just be like, fuck you, New Republic. Yes, please. Yeah. More of that. Like, you know, the, the, all the familiar things. Uh, and yeah, I love that Carson was in there. But I love Throne more. So fuck you, Tom. <laughs> Are you saying that? <laughs> I, was, I was just throwing out a possibility. It's not even a possibility. Like, every, it, all day, every, every day. After this episode, anything's a possibility, Lily. You should know that by now. After Hera and her crew zooming off to uh, help Sabine and whatnot and Ahsoka, we got our first lightsaber fights this, of this episode. And like, I think the second and third overall of this series. Um, and we'll start with the first one, which I think Lily really has some feelings about. Ahsoka versus Marek. Did you love it, Lily? No. I just want to say... Fuck you, Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> Just big time. You were the chosen one. I was so pissed off. Uh, mostly because obviously, if you've been watching us, I wanted to be Sam Witwer or, you know, we had the Azotiri or something. We were like, oh, I'm not going to pull another faceless uh, fucking Inquisitor coming in. Mm. And, you know, they've been hinting at things that he's, he's someone like, you know, someone. Not just a fucking mask. The minute, like, I, I, I still had hope. Like, the second the cut happened from Ahsoka and it was across uh, the torso, I was like, okay, it's like, it's the plate of the armor. So, you know, he, he yeah. should be fine still. I was, I was so hopeful for like two seconds that he's just going to be like taking off the helmet and be like, hi, I'm Ezra. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the hair flip. It's like, oh my God. The hair oh flip must the happen. Must happen. Uh, Goes to slow mo as the hair flies behind yeah, my. I'm <laughs> Ezra. I'm Ezra. Hi. And then and then fucking he, he fucking died, and and it was it was probably some kind of fucking. Or wasn't was alive. Like, or wasn't even yeah. alive. Why? Just stop doing this. It's it's so misleading. Like I do get it. The occasional like you know we're gonna do it like a few times and it's fine. But all the fucking time, you're going to introduce like a cool <laughs> character. You're going to let people be like, oh, who, who, who this might be? And then just be like, yeah, we, we don't care. Fuck off. It's not, <laughs> it's not just, fun. It's just some guy. It's so annoying. Like, why Why the hell did you even put him in there? Why? That's that's my question. It just... You give Ahsoka a win. It's so stupid. Um, I'm the salt is... <laughs> mm-hmm. It's building, but it's not, it's not at the peak yet. It's not yet. It's not, but yeah. it's, it's, mm, mm-hmm. the so- it will there. explode by the end. Explode by mm-hmm. the end. Um, <laughs> Probably. Brandy, this fight, did you, are you also as pissed off as Lily? No, but I had big thoughts. Like, big thoughts. yeah, I, I had a feeling that he was very much something that Morgan did one way or the other, because he was working specifically for her. He wasn't with Balin. He was with Morgan. So because she's a witch, I I had a feeling something was up with it. But now maybe it was Kanan. He had that one toe in there and she brought him back to life because he turned into dust. So, you know, the the allergic. He comes back. Yeah. He just turned back into the dust that he was after his allergy. Was it the big toe or the little toe? That's the question, though. The middle, the middle one. The middle, middle yeah, definitely yeah. the middle. The one that no one cares about. Yeah, it was weird because obviously everybody thought it was gonna be somebody. Like I could have sworn it was gonna be somebody at least. And they built it up like you know, making you think that it is somebody that and just <clears throat> dust. <clears throat> That's what it was. That's exactly the sound it made. 
That's where your clenching just let off a yeah. little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what that was. It wasn't him. It was me. <laughs> Oh, My that's man. crazy. Sorry. You, you really should get Whoopsie. that checked out. Though. I, I feel like Whoopsie. you shouldn't make that sound. I think you need to go to a doctor. Steph, what did you think of Ahsoka causing Marek to have green witchcraft farts? Well, I... <laughs> a few moments later. I'm glad you asked it that way. Because I'm going to completely avoid that. Oh, uh-uh, come on. Come on. <laughs> You gotta react to the farts. Make the noise for you again. <laughs> if you don't react, it was you. It should have been a little bit more like a queef, you know. <laughs> a few minutes later. Okay, enough of green farts and queefs. The fight, Steph. What did you think? You need a minute? You guys need a minute? You wanna you need a minute? <laughs> Three days later. One of the things that I found interesting about Ahsoka facing an Inquisitor, you know, she's faced Inquisitors before. She knows that there's only so many ways you can fight with that little spinning blade. Pretty predictable. She's going to be able to do the right move to get through that. I certainly called that she was going to defeat him. But yeah, I I totally didn't expect the, the cloud cloud yeah exactly uh so but it kind of set some precedent for later reanimated corpses using dathomiri which magic is he just kind of the first in something that we're going to see coming up could be like a sort of like a way to keep people alive which relates to palpatine in episode nine exactly yeah he came back with witch magic this was the one fight that Besides the green farting and, you know, anticlimactic death, um, this is the one fight that I'm like, I don't like how this is shot. How close the camera was and, like, the, the, the quick shots and then, like, the slow action to me just was like, oh, this is not fun to watch. It's a bit jarring. And that was just, like, my main thing. And then, like, again, as you said, Steph, Ahsoka's murdered, like, at least two or three of these guys at this point. There's the two from Rebels, one from Tales of the Jedi. She knows their shtick. She knows they can try and helicopter away, which I'm sad we didn't get to see because that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, I did have to admit, as soon as, soon as like, he, he was cut, I was also thinking like, oh, maybe he's just fine and maybe he'll be like, take the helm off and then die so we at least see the face. But then, you know, the explosion of green, green stuff um, made me laugh. My instruction was mm. just like, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> Expectation subversion. Yeah, I was just like, this is, this is going to be a fun discussion now that's why i hate theories and and everything that comes up with with every single tv series that you know comes out like i just don't read them or don't try to think about it because i'm sure that they're gonna fuck us over some way so i'm like it's not gonna come true and if it does <laughs> great fucking awesome but most of the time it's like ha ah, food you bitch <laughs> fuck you all <laughs> there was also one other fight happening going on this time which was Shin versus Sabine part two. And I will throw to Brandy. What did you think of their rematch? Um, Sabine is still shit. She, she's holding her own a little bit better with the Mandalorian weapons. Um, I like, I do like how she got the upper hand, like you have no power and just like, and then just shoots her in the freaking face. Actually, it was just her lightsaber, but anyway, her face would have been better. Steph, what did you think of this round two? I mean, it's it's always great to see Sabine fighting, even when she's shit. It's just uh, because basically you see her repeating mistakes and you see flaws where she has not learned from past experiences. And, uh, and that's been a recurring theme with her from back in Rebels is that she just... She keeps doing the same stuff that doesn't work over and over again until she has a breakthrough. And, and I'm hoping that that, that will improve uh, before the end of the series, because I would hate to say, I would hate to say at the end of episode eight, yeah, Sabine's fighting is still shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just bashing her head against the wall to see what works. Uh, come on, girl, you can do this. 
Speaking of bashing heads against walls, Lily, what did you think? That was the fight that was uh, very chunky, Eddie says, for me. Especially oh. when uh, Sabine gets thrown uh, into the tree. Or I think it was a tree. And the yeah. helmet just fucking comes off. And they cut it so yeah. weirdly that, that it's like, helmet on, helmet down. And I was like, how the fuck did that hammer come off? Like, when, <laughs> what the fuck was that I did? Like, come on, baby. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, of course, that's, you know, that's I'm, I'm going to praise that. Of course, she's still shit. As she should be. She barely had any more training. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yes, please. That's good. Uh, and yeah, I like the combo that she used uh, using her Mandalorian weapons mm -hmm. because she's a Mandalorian. And uh, and I love that line. You have no power. Uh, and of course she got away because uh, otherwise, you know, how? She wouldn't survive. Like Sabine would die uh, in this fight unless she pulls like some kind of trick. It's all right, but like the editing on it was... What was that noise again? What, what did you think it was? <laughs> and that just seems like a really bad fight. Um, <laughs> Start. Shin shot it and ran away. That was smoke. <laughs> True. <laughs> it was like a <laughs> See, I I agree with you, Lee. That like the helmet thing was dumb. Like how it's like just like go straight, but then how does helmet go like that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But besides, I, I kind of liked like sort of like the wider shots they did for it. But I think that's just like my preference in like seeing. And also I'm starting to really like Shin's armor design and Balin's as well. Mm -hmm. It just, it looks both old and new. And I just like, I'm like, mm -hmm. this is cool. You're like medieval knights. But then we cut to Balin and Morgan being all evil and getting the plans and coordinates for Thrawn and their hyperspace drive. And then, you know, Morgan kind of fucks off and, you know, fucking bitch. She takes away Thrawn's screen time. Um, and then we get Ahsoka v. Balin, which I think was probably the best fight yep. of the mm -hmm. episode. I just liked how, like, going in, like, at least I was thinking, like, oh, Ahsoka's got, you're going to, like, manhandle this boy because, you know, he's an, old, he's an old bastard. She's younger, I think, by a decent amount. So, like, she's just going to one-shot, but then she doesn't take out her second lightsaber. And she's like, I will fight with honor. And then she proceeds to lose. Which is fun. So, Brandy, again, what did you think of mm. Balin v. Ahsoka? <clears throat> I think Ahsoka was very distracted. Like, I think mm -hmm. that sure. was a big thing because mm -hmm. her focus was the map. She was trying to get the map, like, the mm -hmm. entire time. So, it's like her focus was on that. And Balin kept saying things that I think was kind of throwing her, like... Mm -hmm. Because he's he seems to be very good at that. He seems to mm. like really oh, know yeah. how to get in people's heads. So I think that was part of his plan. She thinks Sabine's gone, super distracted. So I think that's the only reason that she lost. It yeah. was impactful too when Balin was just kind of like overhand, just smacking. It was like, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. is something going to break? Is the lightsaber going to happen to like split in two? And yeah, I thought Ahsoka was going to like use dark side for a second there when she thought Sabine died and like the eyes why I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, is she going to, is she going to use like choking or something, you know, be like her master. It was the, the best fight uh, out of all of them easily. Yeah. The, the whole, you know, I'm start, I'm going to mention your master first because I know that's a trigger for you. So Anakin Skywalker, like, you know, your master. Everyone knew him. <laughs> you know right. that great Jedi who, the Jedi who fell to the dark side and killed everyone. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, you know that one. Yes, yeah. that was your master. You. That that crazy cat who fucked everything up. Like, Throwing that guilt. Throwing mm -hmm. that guilt. I, I see what you abandoned doing. him. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, especially that line. Yeah, yeah, like you abandoned him. I was like, oh, you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just type it you. No. Um, and uh, you know it, it got to her it was so obvious from the very beginning that it, it, the whole talk got to her uh, and then um, it just melted all down when uh, when Sabine didn't show up when she did and and obviously it was it was obvious at that point that she's she's gonna lose like no yeah. matter what happens, mm -hmm. she's going to lose. Um, and that's when I got pissed off because then Sabine comes in 
And instead of grabbing that map, like, you know, and just be like on the fucking ground or something. No, no. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow that fucking shit. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Test me. I'm gonna do it. Test me. Test me. And I'm like, he he already knows that you're not gonna do it. So this is the worst trick that you could pull out. And of course, that it, it's going to mean that Asuka has to do something, but she's standing on the edge, so she's going to fall. And done. Again, hire me, Lucasfilm. I can write for you. <laughs> of course, of course. The the second they started to go over the edge, I was like, she's, she's going to fall. Really good. Uh, I love the, uh, the choreography in this fight because it had that old samurai film vibe mm-hmm. that yeah. we got in the mandalorian when we saw uh morgan versus ahsoka also and it evoked that so uh i just i was just really loving the choreography in this fight and i had to wonder whether or not it wasn't just him using words to manipulate but maybe he was doing something in the force as well uh, I, I yeah. think back to Kylo Ren and and his effort to try to get information out of Ray, and you know he was probing her mind to do that. Was he was uh, Balin doing something similar, trying to probe with the Force to mm-hmm. to push just a little bit further than words could do alone, or was he just picking just the right words? He seems to be able to read minds and feelings very easily yeah i I think that's part of why morgan values him so much Mm. uh the only thing that i would say in that matter is that he later does it to sabine uh 100 and 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 he has to he has to concentrate like because how else would he know about ezra it it could be a bit different though because ahsoka is so in tune with the force so it could be easier to read her because like hey i got the force you got the force we're kind of like on the same wavelength and yeah. it's sabine who early in the episode was told you have no power and like the worst padawan in existence first <laughs> tried a bit harder because like she's not as like connected after this fight uh ahsoka is thrown off a cliff and we say bye to ahsoka for the rest of the rest of the episode pretty much um and then sabine is not dead and she has the map and Gives it to Balin. So, Brandy, what did you think of Sabine's double, triple cross depression bad decisions? Initially, I was like, no, 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 don't do it. But then I was like, yes, Sabine, do it because she's one of the best as far as like being able to infiltrate places she shouldn't be. This is the only way she's ever going to get to Ezra is by being with Balin. So she's got to do what she has to do to get to get there like because they're the only that's the only way she's going to get to that place wherever the hell they're going the pergo place <clears throat> the land of the pergo <laughs> yeah because they they're the only ones with the means to get there so steph what did you think of the one two double cross i am t- in total agreement the fact that she's probably pay- playing a long con here it, there's definitely um, times that she's done that in the past, but at the same time, there's also times where she has given up a little bit too easy. Uh, so mm. at first I was like, well, she's she's given up a little bit uh, because so much emotional stuff has been pressed upon her. We saw that in the Trials of the Darksaber. Um, she just resisted so much uh of emotional stuff until it just burst out of her what in the world (laughs) steph you have the force you knock things over (laughs) all the way i've been waving my pants that timing was perfect i think there's something more than just her wanting to find ezra i think she she wants that naturally on the surface, but maybe she sees a way of preventing them from going through with their plans as well. Like try to assassinate Thrawn before anything happens. Yeah, why not? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> do, you, do you have some thoughts on this, Lily? Yeah, I do. You do? Oh my God, that's crazy. First of all, uh, 
I don't care if, if it's Sabine, I don't care if it's Ezra, I love them, but it was still a fucking selfish decision. Because let's be honest, yeah. she had the map, she could have destroyed it, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, but she was like, eh, yeah, no, I want I want Ezra back, so I don't care that Throne is the biggest threat that we face since fucking Palpatine. Ah, okay, so we're just gonna, I just, I'm sure I can figure something out. Of course, she she won't be able to figure something out. Uh, that's like a given, uh, because I, I, as much as I hate theories, uh, I have to go with the one where uh, Throne is going to be the end game of the movie that's going to come out. So yeah. it's it's yeah. definitely like, you know, they're not going to be done with him in this no, right. uh, no, series. No. If they will be, that's just shit. Like you're going <laughs> to introduce a, a char- character to, to audiences who haven't watched Rebels and didn't read books and whatever and be like, oh, he's the biggest threat. He's the heir to the Empire. And then he dies at the end of the season. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure you're not going to do that. If you do, your show sh- sucks. I'm sorry, but that's just bad writing yeah, no. uh, uh, on my end. Uh, but um, if I'm, I'm just going to put this out there very ominously, I think that this decision must have like consequences on the long run and if they're going to play it off like Soko being like ah, it's okay Sabine it's fine I understand that's again just bad writing on there and it's it she should be held accountable because I think she's going to be the reason that they're going to succeed um they could have easily stopped them at this point and uh, because she decided that Ezra is you know more important than stopping a frocking uh, grand admiral coming back uh, yeah that's fogged up uh, oh yeah so yeah i totally agree i mean it's 100 percent selfish but mm-hmm. i'm just saying like she looked at it as this is my only chance to get to ezra she didn't think about anything else that's yeah, it. that's obvious. That's very, very obvious that she didn't yeah. think about, like, you know. She's, yeah, she's no also used to, she's used to things going her way, you know, and so maybe yeah, she was overconfident she, about it. Yeah, she know, like, you know, she fucked up a lot of things <laughs> in the past. So, yeah. like, <laughs> here we go again. Well, what I'm saying <laughs> is that she's made the mistake, but then things worked out. So she's seen this cycle of, okay, mistake, but things worked out. Okay, mistake, but things worked out. That's why I have this strong belief because they keep, again, I think it's just misleading, but, but I think Sabine is going to die. Maybe I would disagree with Sabine dying, but now after this episode, I'm thinking Ezra will, because that'd be the I consequence, the consequence of her siding with Balin to be like, I'm yeah. going to go find Ezra. And then they're like, it's fine. It's all good. You'll see your best friend again. You'll be chill. And then yeah. they get there and then Thrawn's just like, thank you. Pew! Yep. And then, you know, yep. that's her big yep. consequence. And then, Some, you know, something something has to happen there, <clears throat> I feel like. And uh, it has to be major. Like, you know, uh, because yeah. it's it's a talk going around on the internet and, and sure, it's somewhat true. Like, you know, if, if people like, for example, my brother who never watched Rebels and never read books, he, he doesn't know who Thrawn is and he doesn't understand my obsession. And I'm like, you're going you're gonna to see just wait and see um, but, uh, <laughs> you know for him to make thrown a threat like a real one and not just oh we're just talking about this guy as the heir of the empire they have to do something drastic with him mm-hmm. for the for the wider audience who again didn't consume anything containing throne so far if they want to go super far they could have you know them all arrive to see Thrawn. And then Balin, because he's so in touch with like people's emotions and like what they're thinking, can look at Thrawn and be like, "Oh, I fucked up." <laughs> and then like, and then Thrawn can realize, "Oh, this guy, he could be a problem." And then he kills Balin, and that nah. could be like, mm-hmm. no, no, no that's like an it, easy way out. I don't, I don't it, it's an easy so. way out, but it it could be another way because that also then can push Shin to I don't know, maybe see her master's weakness or something, and then like Shin become Shin and Morgan are Thrawn's like right and left hands. But to be fair, we also got the reveal that. Sabine's entire family on Mandalore is McDead. Um, yeah. They probably got killed in like the Mandalorian wars and stuff. So they were allergic, allergic to lasers and explosions. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But that could be another reason why she's so desperate for Ezra because, as Balin said, 
he's the only family she believes she has left. She's carried the guilt from what her weapons did to her people as well right. from the past. So yeah. this is just building right up onto that. After this, we finally get to see this stupid hyperspace ring finally take off towards Thrawn. We don't see him. So satisfying. <laughs> it was sad. But we also, you know, a bunch of rebels, uh, re- um, good guys died, but eh, who cares? We're going to get Thrawn now. <laughs> Lily, are you excited to see Thrawn come, my baby. Back from, come back from this hyperspace ring in the last five minutes of episode eight? <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> right now, sideways, whatever. <laughs> Again, if they're going to pull that, I hate you all. Uh, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm keep thinking, I'm keep thinking that it's, it, it can happen. Yeah, we're we're going already in the fourth episode, so we've got four more episodes. I'm just saying they've they they went to hyperspace. They're gonna find Thrawn in like the next episode. I hope that's so. All I'm saying that's what I think. I hope so. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. What is Ahsoka gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> She's exactly. She's in the world between worlds, as we find yeah. out. And I'm and like, may not be, may not be dead. May or may not be dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, I have this very bad feeling that we're gonna spend the entire episode five being in the world between worlds before we say anything else. Fuck you for cutting that off. Um, one, two. Fucking Anakin Skywalker. I'm so happy for Hayden Christensen because, as I said in the What to Expect episode that we did. He deserves all the fucking praise and all the fucking apologies for what he got uh, during his time in Star Wars. And I'm so glad he's back. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. perfect. And I can't wait for their interaction. So at the same time, while I would be mad that if if, if the entire episode five would be just the two of them, at the same time, I wouldn't be mad because I just just want them to to have a heart to heart. (gasps) Wait. Wait. Brandy, what? World Between Worlds. Ahsoka could go to where they're at. But is the world is the world between worlds just for that galaxy though, or is that for everything? That's for everything. It's for everything. That's for everything. Yeah. Every everything. Realm and the Force. Yeah. Uh, she can totally yeah. just walk over there. Just yeah, easily. Yeah, just a, a, a Sunday stroll. I I admit I did cry a bit when I did cry as well. Anakin showed up and I heard snips and then. Oh, snips. Because that's the first time Hayden Christensen has said snips. Yes. And I was like, (gasps) but yeah, that was, that was really nice. I don't know if you guys noticed, but it was first uh, Anakin's team and then they slowly played it into Darth Vader's team. Oh, it's the trick. Maybe it's not Anakin. I do agree with you, Lily, that I'm fairly certain the next episode is just going to be like a title, like World Between Worlds or something like that. And it's just Ahsoka and Anakin palling about being like, oh, I didn't see you since that time you nearly killed me. Oh, that's just a crazy time I go. They have a lot to talk about. And yes. I think with the right uh, writing, it can be one of the greatest Star Wars episodes that we've seen. Because 100%. they have a huge, huge history. And uh, some I, I think Ahsoka has like a lot of what if in her head. Like, what if I've been there for him? Yep. I would really be just deeply emotional to hear him say you know this is not your fault you know to to let her off the hook oh like in canopy i still cry on that scene i am not your failure obi-wan every time i'm like (laughs) every time you cry every Every single time so now we shall throw it over to our resident couch soup star wars fanatic drew uh, last time, there was, I think, a bit of an internet connect, connect, connection issue or something, but hopefully this time he's worked it out. So over to you, Drew Man. Hey, Soaker Chronicles, Drew here. That episode, right? You know what I'm feeling? You feeling that? I mean, that's some that's some A plus 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 lightsaber action happening right there. I uh, did not expect uh, what happened with Mark to go down, but let's just say Ahsoka gave her the samurai gave him the samurai treatment. Um, I mean, listen, we all knew what was going to happen here. Uh, we knew that the 
Sabine, you know, what was going to happen. I, I, it, we, we all saw that coming, but it was done well. It was done well. Whoa, the hell is that noise? The hell? Something's, what the? Uh, well, anyway, like, so like, a, man, like, like, and then the, like, I listen, the hyperspace thing. How are they going to get there, guys? How are they going to get there? I'm excited. There's some open questions. Oh, I mean, there's a moment. It's really bad. It smells really bad in here. Oh, I can't wait for the. Oh. Yeah, oh. Drew. Uh, I think you should go and see the doctor. Now that Drew has had some bowel issues, he cannot finish, which is fairly normal for someone of you know people to have. Uh, let's get into episode ratings. So, what did you rate the episode, Lily, out of 10? It's very hard because the salt is, is at an all-time high. So <laughs> Couldn't tell. Couldn't, you couldn't? Oh, great. Nice. I, I'm hiding it so well. Hot. Like the amount of restraint is just oh, amazing. You cannot tell Thank at you. all. But Thank Anakin. you. I do try. Yeah. To be fair, he's going to be the only reason I'm going to say this is going to be my first eight and a half. Yes, because I am now desperately hoping and not hoping. So it's like, it's a very weird emotion. I can't explain. But at the same time, I want like Justin and Kunisoka episode, but at the same time, Thrawn. So. It's very hot. It's it's fuck off, Benfield. <laughs> <laughs> she's so she's throwing stuff everywhere. I'm throwing throwing my fucking pencils everywhere. Um, so I'm like, hmm, yes, no, yes, no. I don't know. I'm very conflicted. It's a very conflicting feeling. I hate that we have to wait. Uh, I want to mm -hmm. binge this entire. I I feel like that we will definitely need to do the same thing with this that we did with the last of us where we're gonna do an episode after we binge watch the whole season mm -hmm. and talk about mm -hmm. it then because i think it's gonna feel very differently uh yeah. than how it feels now maybe i won't be as angry <laughs> and so oh, that, that, <laughs> I, I doubt that'd be the case no like yeah what you, there will be salt we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see there's always salt every time because nothing is perfect and we have to accept except for thrones ass <laughs> duh obviously <laughs> <laughs> because that's uh, Let's go with an eight and a half. I am just super, super happy that uh, Hayden is back and I need him more. I'm going to go nine and a half out of ten. I would have had a ten out of ten if they had chosen to have Sabine destroy the map and get there some other way. Uh, but otherwise, I'm, I'm at that nine and a half. I'm very pleased. Love the action. Love the suspense. Yeah. It was what I had been wanting from episode one uh, on, and we finally got that level that I was expecting to to see in the series. Uh, definitely nine out of ten butt puckers because yeah, ooh butt puckers. Yes, because mm -hmm. it was it was stressful, especially when that 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 thing was ticking. You know, the mm -hmm. the star map was ticking mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. They almost had it, and Ahsoka and Balin were fighting, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, somebody do something!" Like, yeah, <laughs> and was... the hand burning, ah. and then just Sabine Very just like stressful. thinking for like a solid couple minutes, just like, uh, uh, do it, yeah, do it, I'm gonna do it, and then and then seeing Hayden, you know, Anakin, mm -hmm. like I, mm -hmm. I, I needed that, like I need to talk between them because they they need it. My rating probably be an eight, which is I think the highest I've given. I enjoyed the fights and I liked how some were shot. The married thing, whilst funny, I agree, was a bit just sort of like, uh it, it could have done anything, but I do hope that it's just like a suit of armor that more can just be like, have more green farts and come back to life. I do hope well I not that hope, but I do think also the next next episode will be, you know, just Anakin and Ahsoka, you know, pound about. But yeah, I think Eight's a pretty solid uh, rating that I am comfortable with giving it. That was a lot of words I did not need to say. B b before we go anywhere. Before. Lucasfilm, listen, <laughs> listen, 
if if he then questions that it's gonna be in it for like five minutes, I'm gonna fucking murder all of you. <laughs> you got that? Think 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 of the blue booty. Calm yourself. Center yourself in the in the church. The Her Pope outward emotion is how I'm feeling about Ezra as well. <laughs> They'll give you six minutes of Ezra and four minutes of Thrawn. Oh, shut up, Tom. Fuck off, Tom. Fuck a me, no. Fuck at you. Fuck at you. Pew. Explode, my bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? I, it was a mixture of Italian, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Yoda. Don't ask me why. We won't. Please close down the show. We have to go. <laughs> <laughs> we have very important things to do. <laughs> yeah. um, so this was us for reacting everything for episode four of Ahsoka um, here on Couch Soup. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget you can jump over to Couch Soup and become a member and you can get this train wreck of a show a day early. I don't know why you'd want to, but if you want some stupid laughs, it's all, it's all there. You just become a member. And then you got it. Um, and we'll chat about yep. it. True. And other perks, like you can talk to us and be, and you can, you can tell me to shut up and or fuck off. You can yeah. feel like the rest of this, rest of the people here. And you can join in in the, uh, the casual bullying, as it were. It's fun. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's fun. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe for all the fun couch soup goodness. You know, you know the drill. You, you've been on YouTube for long enough. Uh, and you can get all the other new couch soup stuff. It's fun. It's a fun time. We're cool cats. We're cool. Um, although before we end today, I would just like to say that for the next two weeks, I oh the nice little cat, uh, I will not uh, be here because the episodes come out at eleven a.m. in the morning on a Wednesday in Australia, which when you have work isn't the best thing. So it kind of sucks. So, but instead, uh, Couch Soup's resident funny guy and loft wolf enthusiast Ian McParland shall be filling in uh he's been doing the recap articles on couch soup so he should have more than enough knowledge and wits and laughs in order to make it feel like that he's better than me which honestly he is the funniest so i can take that uh i am go, very man. upset that he was right about merrick god damn it i am too yeah, he, he's gonna rub it in our face oh I'm just he gonna... will <laughs> well see, perfect time for him to come in next week and right. so he can he can rub it in your face but all i just ask Ew. is please don't Please don't bully the British man. I, we we don't want to upset the British. We it's like we gotta turn it back. I can take it. I don't know if he can. I'm I'm just saying. I think we can decide for ourselves, Tom. We Shut can up, be Willie. evil. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you Fuck off. I am fucking off. I'm gonna do the next two weeks. This is gonna be the bloopers at the end. I'm just telling you. It's like, don't tell me to shut up. I will tell you whatever I want. You do not do that. You do not have the authority to tell me to fuck off and don't shut up. I got. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.